You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ali Bunker, and I'm joined this week by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, you're in live and in person with me. How are you doing? I'm live and in person, as always. And in um, living colour. In living colour, in a new, new t-shirt. <laughs> Aiden has a new t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, did you did you ask how I am? I did, yes. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, I'm alright. Poor so. Matt Bumby's on the phone. Matt, how are you? Shut up. <laughs> it's Sushi! The best in the world! Me! <laughs> hi, 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 Matt. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. I've missed your random sort of interjections of sound and noise when we try and do an introduction. It's been a while. It has been a little while. Um, if it, if any time was more appropriate to use the Eric Bischoff <laughs> back, was it, was, it was this week. Um, speaking of, I still segue that one. Um, so, big, big news coming out of WWE from behind the uh, the TV screens. Um, or behind the cameras, I should say, not the actual TV screen. That'd be creepy. That would be a bit weird. from the ring. <laughs> um, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff have been um, employed officially by WWE as it was executive producers, executive of directors. directors of Raw and SmackDown, re- uh, respectively. Bischoff <coughs> on SmackDown, Heyman on Raw. Um, now this news was announced. It's an interesting it? little reverse from. The general manager roles about fifteen years ago. Yeah, when was they were on the other opposite brands. When was it? It was about two thousand three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, now this news came out when I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Um, and in a statement, well, in an article WWE posted, they said WWE has named Paul Heyman as executive director of Monday Night Raw and Eric Bischoff as executive director of SmackDown Live. Newly created positions reporting directly to WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon. In their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business. The creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand whilst providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. Whatever that last bit means. Mm. (laughs) But essentially... The key message you take from that is in their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee the creative development of WWE's flagship programming. What do we read into this? There's also another key part of this article that I read out, and it says these newly created positions report directly to WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon. Now, obviously, anybody who works for WWE reports into Vince McMahon. But how much... So how do you think Vince would interject himself into this creative process, given the amount of criticism that WWE have had over the last two years for their creative decision? Well, before I even read the article, when I first just read the headline, I initially just assumed this would be like um, the commissioners from a couple of years ago. Yeah. They would just mainly be... On-screen, on-screen personas, authority kind of figure with some kind of backstage influence that's maybe mm. part of the creative team. Um, then reading the article was very just, um, I guess, truthful mm. and like they just talk about yeah we're gonna 
create they're now part of the creative team yeah um which wouldn't make sense if it was if they wanted to keep it as a uh, like yeah, sports it was not the kayfabe was it yeah um so yeah i, I mean some people are, are saying that um this could be one one of the first steps in in um, Vince's uh, retirement plan. <laughs> not retirement plan, but um, alle- alleviating some of his um, time and attention away from WWE more to XFL, XFL as it comes yeah. next year. Why is he doing? That's what I, that's what I think. I think he's just gonna then concentrate on that. Because that cannot lose him money like it did last time. Well, I'm planning to break it to him, but I probably will. <laughs> I don't think. Oh anyone, yeah, it probably will. I don't think anyone cares about the XFL, if I'm honest. I mean, like, could you well, imagine it in terms of in like in football equivalent? Yeah. Just some we'll some other company <laughs> just will and set up a new league equivalent to yeah. the Premier League mm. in England with all brand new teams and stuff like that. Different well, I don't know rules. If it's um, well, yeah, it's, it's completely different. Team. Yeah, it's slightly different rules um, to be run by I don't know Simon Cow. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> imagine Simon. I mean, Cowell I'd watch it running just to see how much of a car crash it would be. Running an alternative to the Premier League in England. <laughs> it's uh, a no from me. It's a, yeah, it's definitely a no from me. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's a, it's a it's a good point. I think um, it's a true fact that XFL is something on that's on the horizon. Is it twenty twenty? I think that they're I think starting so. again. Um, so that's obviously Isn't a big... it like, like January twenty twenty itself. Potentially, I'm not quite sure. Um, Does that not blow your mind? By the way, yeah, it'll XFL twenty twenty. Uh, after it... a Super Bowl, surely not blow your mind that we are. Five months away from a brand new decade. No, completely no. off any kind of wrestling topic. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. It's, just, it's how it works. Every ten no, years, really. happens. No, I know, but it just feels like shit. I swear, twenty ten was like two years ago. Nah, it was ages ago. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. Anyway, um, but it was time. Fucks in my head. <laughs> time zones don't get me started. <laughs> okay, we won't. We won't mention them. Um, you know where it does have different. No, I'm not going to do it. Anyway. You're fucking Australia trip. I thought we were going to go Saudi Arabia, like, path for a second. Not that you were going to go to Saudi Arabia. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia, no. It's probably on the list. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't consider it, but, but I probably would go. Um, yes, back to Heyman and Bishop. So, obviously, it's interesting the, the, the roles they've been assigned to, to different shows. Um, interesting that they're going to have two different executive directors for for the shows where I imagine currently they've probably really only got one yeah it seems like they've got all they haven't, the, well they're newly created positions they say so whatever an executive director does is different to I'm assuming a producer and a director I'm not sure yeah um, it's hard to tell at the moment and we may never really fully know um, it uh, what was I going to say one of the things that, that um, I'm hoping will will come, and I think should be one of the things that come based off uh, what I've heard the two of them say, is I've seen set I've seen interviews from both guys separately talking about how, in order to have two brands, in order for to have separate rosters, 
the whole shows need to feel almost entirely different. Yeah. Different presentation, different people, different look and feel, all that kind of stuff. Um, especially from Bischoff's side. So hopefully that'll be one of the things we see. Yeah. God knows what that would do for the um, superstar, uh, not superstar shakeup, the wild card rule and all the stuff that happens with Fox in October, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, we will. That's, I mean, it, in, in a way, it's exciting times for um, WWE. We're in a very changing landscape in terms the of wrestling. It's the most exciting non-kayfabe news to come out of the biggest, WWE for a long time. It's the biggest sort of, yeah, shake-up into not superstar shake-up, but like actual shake-up that we've seen in a long, long time. You're right. Um, so Heyman's on t- in charge on Raw and Bischoff is on SmackDown. I did see an interview with Eric Bischoff. I was just trying to find... Uh, I think it was on 83 Weeks Podcast, which is, I think is a podcast he does um, referencing WCW's 83 Weeks of being WWE in the ratings. Um, but there was an interview about his current situation, um, and I can't quite find exactly what he has said. But it was along the lines of the fact that he last time he was offered a job in WWE, he didn't fully commit because he didn't want to move to Stanford. Um, but now his situation's changed. He's moving his whole family up to Stanford to fully commit to the job, which can only be a good sign, right? It sounds like this is a long-term decision. Yeah, and I mean, for, um, all, all reports and stories, if they're to be believed, he's very much a, uh, a private a private guy, lives quite uh, secluded in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, just stays on his farm and just does that pretty much. Yeah. Um, quite similar to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it must be a big thing for him. Uh, relocating as well. So, def- definite commitment there. Heyman's a bit different because he's he's been in the company now for however many years, consistently. Um, but yeah, it's good to see in the last few years the kind of reintegration of Eric Bischoff into the wrestling business. And um, now, yeah, back with WWE. I think they probably couldn't have got two better guys to do this, just based off previous success slash experience well i mean yeah obviously bischoff has a lot of experience um and a certain degree of success with this sort of role based on his his time with wcw um but ultimately that did fail <laughs> yeah but the, the yeah, well, I, don't million, was, I don't think that was him that was yeah more a, the a million factor out of his control yeah well, more to yeah, the networks above him and stuff but then that, that is still a problem in wwe and he was Medley away for Network. a long time of it yeah, that's true. Uh, and Heyman, obviously, a similar story. He took ECW from nothing to something. Uh, but again, ultimately unsuccessful. But I guess you could argue, was it unsuccessful? I think it probably was a success, wasn't it? Oh, if, if it wasn't for ECW, we wouldn't have the wrestling we've had today. Exactly. Uh, we wouldn't yeah. have had the Attitude Era. Yeah, um, that's true. I think, also, it's it's entirely different in that judgment of... Um, off the, the the press release, I guess you'd call it. Um, it's it's only in a kind of creative capacity that they'll be working. Yeah. Um, they're not running the business. They're not running the books, overseeing all that kind of stuff. So um, don't. What, what do they say? Don't judges. Don't judge a fish's ability. Uh, this is going well. <laughs> on, in fact, it can't climb trees. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know the saying. You never heard 
episode? Never heard of that one. No, I think you might have made it up. No, I definitely haven't made it. It's something to do with like uh, a monkey calling a fish stupid because it can't climb up the tree. Um, but he's saying like don't judge the fish on that because it's not what it's for right we're gonna have to google this one well, how have you never heard of this monkey just search monkey fish, fish tree tree monkey fish climb tree everybody's a genius but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree uh, it would have his whole life believing that it is stupid yeah i can't believe you've never heard so of that literally nothing to do with a monkey uh, maybe not. Big yeah. bollocks. I might make that part up. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, well, on that note, um, he's off from Einstein. Really? Yeah. Now, have you heard of Einstein? I have. You yes. Google him. Um, oh, he was a prick. <laughs> was he? Love on Twitter. Speaking of blocking on Twitter, uh, Matt, what did you do to JBL? Told him he was a fucking bully. No, you said fuck off, you bully. <laughs> well, I told him he was a bully, didn't I? I just added the fuck off bit at the beginning. It's true, you did. Uh, so, so Matt got blocked by uh, by JBL. I don't think I've ever been blocked by anybody. Am I doing? Do it. Am just I call doing, him a prick. Am I doing Twitter wrong? Well, I got blocked. You are by doing Twitter wrong. Herpes in my eye. Girl. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, and we all share that account, so technically you've been blocked by her. Well, um, not just not actively. I personally. Blocked. I personally haven't been blocked by anybody. Well, you wouldn't know till you, till you uh, go looking. That's a good point. I'm going to do I that research. You. <laughs> you barely added me, I don't think. I think you only added me about a year ago. <laughs> I'm going to do that research, and I'm going to come back to you and give you an update next week. What if you've been blocked? Have I been what, blocked? What do you call? You are? Just call JBL a prick, and he'll block you. Well, it's all I good. Don't, I don't know. I don't like being mean to people, you see. I also got... Um, Reported on Twitter as well not so long ago. Sorry about that. By George Galloway. By George Galloway? <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, was it about, Spurs, about the uh, Spurs thing? Yeah. Yeah, use, use of the yid term. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, it wasn't. It was the no... Um, no Israel flags on the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit shit from him, wasn't it? Yeah, so I called him out on it, and then he fucking. All right, what I said was a bit, bit too much, but <laughs> you know me. At least you acknowledged it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And yeah, he reported me to Twitter. I had twenty-four hours to take my tweet down, or I was going to get banned from Twitter. So you took it down? Oh well, yeah, because I like Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. Good. Probably the uh, the best approach you could have taken. Anyway, George Galloway. But then I'll report his tweet as well. Ah, fair enough. What, for racism? Yeah. Uh, George, George Galloway, um, incidentally, no relation to Drew Galloway, slash Drew McIntyre, who appears on Monday Night Raw, and also SmackDown. Uh, but um, what I wanted to get to was the what people are dubbing the very explosive, keyword, start to Monday Night Raw this week. Now, obviously... People. What a fucking segue that was! <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> He's been learning from me. That Can you masturbate <laughs> slowly. <laughs> yeah. I was like menacing masturbating, <laughs> like looking someone in the eye and doing it. <laughs> That's something I pictured. How loud are you when you masturbate? I'd prefer not to comment. Moving on. Well, obviously, you are very loud. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of wankers, um, Shane McMahon. No. Um, yeah, Monday Night Raw. Explosive start. Now people are going to speaking put... of masturbating, the start to Raw was exasperating <laughs> for Bobby and. <laughs> yeah, that's not actually how you pronounce it, but never Exasperating. 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 Yeah, something like that. Anyway, Braun Strowman and Bobby actually went through the bugging stage green thing, and things blew up, and sparklers went everywhere. And... Sparklers. <laughs> well, Gilbert was. And nice. Corey Graves said, "Holy shit!" And Corey Graves said, "Holy shit!" <laughs> but he said it in a weird way. It was like. Holy shit! <laughs> there was a big long delay. Wait, I could kind of, I could just picture him. Can there. I say it? Can okay. I say it? Okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. And then just. Holy shit! <laughs> that was that would have been really quiet. Yeah, but it was in the mic. Um. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was a bit. I mean, people are going to opposite, put two and two together, and say, right, is this Paul Heyman's influence and. Uh, I mean, you could certainly take Raw this week and probably put it a cut above almost every other Raw we've seen for a long, long time. So perhaps it could be. But I don't know if Heyman is in that role yet. Well, people, to, to the extent that after the Broad and Bobby segment, people were chanting, thank you, Heyman. Well, I was trying to figure out what they were chanting. And they were, they were counting for some reason. Yeah, because, you know, it was a false count anywhere match. Oh. Not, um, not a yeah. last man standing yeah. match, by the way. Um... I'd, I'd read yesterday, not that I always believe these things, but I'd read yesterday that apparently that was a Vince McMahon instruction to swear. Really? Yeah. Oh, not, the, not a Heyman thing. It was quite cool. Corey tweeted out, um, he says, I'm thinking of starting a, a crowdfunding <laughs> yeah. for, for this fine. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, bitch. Yeah, and then Rene went... <laughs> I hope you get you? fined for that. <laughs> yeah, but not shit. Oh, no. um, lots of profanity this week on... Lots on, of profanity. On, Kofi on stuck his finger up at Joe. Maria, not the bitch. Yeah. Mike is bitch and Seth Becky's bitch. Uh, Bobby called Braun a son of a bitch. Yeah, it was there. everyone was bitching all over. Where's Roman Reigns? <laughs> he loves a bitch. <laughs> it's a fake ass bitch. Fake ass bitch. Timing. Fake ass bitch. Fake ass bitch. What was I gonna say? The big dog. Right. So opening segment of all. Um, great decision to have it just start with a match. And have it start with a big match, which, to be fair, I was fully expecting to see at Extreme Rules, unless there's some kind of injury. I think Braun might have picked up an injury. Yeah. Um, aside he from already had the injury. He's got to have knee surgery, hasn't he? That's what, I'm, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, you, couldn't, you can't make it to Extreme, extreme Rules, rules. Um, to put on a, a long match anyway. Is that why he hasn't been wrestling as such? I would assume... Because yeah. there was rumours around last year that his, his knees were really bad. Mm. Um, that's why he had a bit of time off when... Um, one of the times he would have got murdered. Um, <laughs> Probably by Kane. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just, one of the things I most liked about this was um, the fact that there wasn't three or four different camera angles conveniently placed to get the perfect shot of this. Yeah. I liked that you could see the cameramen scrambling and running to get, to get up there to yeah. sort of shot. And when people couldn't, or if they were down helping out in the little area... There was that just cool side shot that you've never really seen before. Yeah. And there was there was no commentary. Um having Corey Graves down there I think was a really good touch. Um Yeah, no no commentary, no no sound for it and didn't just immediately go to a break. And I think my favourite thing about it is that we didn't get what we would have got before, which would have been like, Oh my god, Braun Strowman's been murdered again. 
Anyway, now here's the Lucha House Party in <laughs> yeah. a three-on-one tag team action, a handicap action. It just felt a lot more real, and then the reactions are like, okay, they went to a break, came back, it was still that same shot, it was still going on, it wasn't just forgotten and swept yeah. under the rug. Uh, Michael Cole, I think, all throughout the night was actually decent for the large part. It wasn't insufferable, still which by his standards is decent. Um Trick Rede got told off for saying that um, Broad and Bobbly were going to the hospital. Bobbly. Bobbly. Um, Ashley. To be fair, they I think they used the word hospital a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, I just really, I just thought it was really well done overall. It was, I don't know, it was, the best thing was to open the show rather than to have that just midway through. Or even at the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm with you. I thought it was perfect, perfectly executed. And I didn't really think about the, the lack of like special camera angles and stuff to capture it. But now you say it, that would have made it a lot shitter. Yeah, that, that would have just been, they would have over WWE'd it. Yeah, like they exactly. And if it, feel, it needs to feel a bit more like, excuse the pun, raw, raw mm. and a bit more just like gritty and just wild and unpredictable. And then you wouldn't have cameras in that position. You never have cameras in that position anyway. Yeah. Um, a couple of rumours I've seen circling around was that um, they're in the midst of obviously if they want to make the shows different they want to design new sets stages that was the way to get rid of it <laughs> both of the uh, but it would take it's almost similar to the way that you know Jericho and Rhino went through the screen at Smackdown and then they changed to the fist you know I was just about to say how long before people say bring back the fist yeah, they've been saying that do you know why they got rid of the fist no I don't because Daniel Bryan thought that everyone loved fisting <laughs> we no, because it didn't work on HDTV. You could see it was uh, plastic ah. and was cracking. There you go, little fact for you. Little fact that's why they're all, also That's why they're all now LED boards, because it looks so much better on HD and 4K TV. Well, there you go. And also, apparently, it was heavy as fuck. <laughs> well, I can imagine. Um, but I like your fisting idea, so that's good. Bring back talking smack. That's what they should do. Bring back fisting. Let's not. Um, <laughs> Did it ever go away? <laughs> not maybe for you. I don't know. Um, right. I mean, well, this podcast turned really. I'm surprised we haven't Happy Valentine's Day yet. Happy Valentine's Day. I think this needs to come with a warning at the beginning of this one. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what made me laugh about the whole um, Bischoff Heyman news is what, that audibly or internally within uh, just like huh. chuckle um, within the next kind of 24 hours or so after that news came out the the dirt sheets being like yeah this was finalised like last week or a couple of weeks ago like oh yeah so why did this literally come out of the fucking blue yeah like I've heard nothing no none of you said anything There'd about no, it it's been completely, completely out of nowhere. I never would have expected that in a million years. So there was a few. But yeah, tweet- apparently it was finalised weeks ago. And we all knew about it. We just didn't say anything. There was a few tweets from like people on WWE programming, sort of at the end of like after Raw and SmackDown last week, wasn't there? One from Corey Graves or something. We said something along the lines of, "I've just got home. Like it's five a.m. and I've just got home from television. Like believe me." we're trying and stuff like that so i don't know if they had a production meeting last week and made the decisions around then or whatever um, i think it's going to have been made a like mania time this decision 
I don't know. I feel I like it's a bit it more being, I can't see it being off of a whim. I would imagine maybe there would either have been talks or maybe someone like Heyman would have been confirmed then. Um, but it, it would be it's kind of weird to have them both done at the same time and so makes far sense, removed right? from Mania. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to bring them both in at the same time. You want to have one on Raw or one on SmackDown. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, if if say Heyman was done a few months ago, or if they were both done a few months ago, why wait till three me. months later? Yeah, why not do it the next night and be like it's the start of a new year? Yeah, exactly. You would feel like after Mania would have been a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm 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 excited for what what this means. And I mean, Raw. If Raw by this week is anything to go by. Then you know exciting times for Raw um, and SmackDown to an extent felt you know slightly different, but not not in a way. I don't I don't know if Bischoff is in charge yet. If I'm honest, and I don't know if Heyman's in charge, but it feels like he is. It just felt like um, a lot more people got used. We saw a lot more people this week. I think. Yeah, well, we had even like oh, just a little, anyway. little like a little segment with No Way Jose, R Truth, and then Cesaro, like just. Beat the shit out of No Way Jose. <laughs> like, we, we, we saw a half second clip of the Street Profits within the first 10 seconds of the show. Did we? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they were doing like, um, like, Welcome to Raw Live from Dallas tonight, as they were kind of panning across the crowd. There was one shot backstage of the Street Profits talking to each other for like literally just less than a second. And oh, really? Back. I didn't it see was that. like, What? What? The, that's the fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's happened? Do you know what I will say? Street Profits. I didn't like this. They they came across very annoying. The, the promos were kind of weird. Um, there was no point to them. There wasn't really any point. There there was no explanation really as to why they were there. Yeah, are they and there permanently? They they didn't. I think that they said um, we'll see them back soon. I think yeah. is what somebody said. I can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, what kind of bothered me was that we didn't get any interaction with anyone other than Charlie Caruso and Paul Heyman yeah um, it would have been nice to maybe just have a brief encounter with Usos or the Revival or, the revival yeah. or something like that um, but I'm interested to see where it goes because um, I'm pretty sure this means that Paul Heyman because he, he makes all the decisions now um, pretty sure this means that he follows us <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Why? Because. I'm trying to find it. 7th of March. No, 15th of February 2019. Even earlier. I said. Happy Valentine's Day. On our most. Twitter account, the, PW, the underscore PWP. Make sure you follow it. The main roster needs. Capital letters. Needs the Street Profits right now. Uh, then on March, I love Montez Ford. The main roster needs an actor as young, fresh, and relevant as the Street Profits. First day in charge, bring up the Street Profits. So essentially, what you're trying to tell me right now is that you're in charge of Raw. Yeah, well, you know how I've had the ability to bring people, like missing people, back. Yep. Now you've got the ability to bring people Which up. I haven't done it. I need to do those those things again because people like Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane. Yeah. All of them have just gone missing. So. Need to do those tweets again. Yeah, so who, who, who do we need to bring back from the dead then? Buddy um, Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Finn Balor. Finn, Finn Balor. He was there for about two minutes last week, but him and Shinsuke. Rusev, although he apparently requested some time off. Is he? Um, yeah, him and, him and Lana. Where have they been? I assume together. Dead. 
Yeah, Buddy Murphy, Bloody Buddy Murphy. Bloody Buddy Murphy. Uh, oh, mate. That's mate. Um, Eric Bischoff, bring him on TV. <laughs> I think it would be a, a, a waste to not have Eric on TV in some capacity. I think you should come out on SmackDown first thing and just be like, it's a new era, This like, things are going to change around here, and then just go, no angle, just be like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be around often. He could be like the Jack Tunney. The Jack Tunney, the gorilla monsoon. Just every now and then, pop up and be like, I'm going to sort this shit out. To be fair, nobody liked Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney was a dick. Yeah. I mean, I can't, imagine, I can't say I, I watched a lot of the stuff when he was involved, but... Um, Whenever he came around, it was bad news. <laughs> bad news. Yeah, we've um, derailed. Much like the staging on Raw. <laughs> um, no, we've covered that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly an interesting time. I think Heyman, Heyman brings with him a certain element. Randy of Orton. He ain't been around for ages. Randy Orton. Heyman brings with Randy him. Randy Orton can fuck off. But why though? You can fuck off. Because he's shit. I don't like him anymore. He's not relevant. Well, he would be relevant if he was on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to be relevant when you're not around. Um, but, and Charlotte. Charlotte. Where's Charlotte Flair? Yeah. Where's oh, Jesus, you'll get the... Uh, you, don't tell Matt. You'll get the feel. Well, we see too much of Charlotte anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, look, Charlotte's back. Probably straight into a title match because she's blonde. Was that your impression of white guys who host a wrestling podcast? No, it's just fucking Mark. Who's Mark? Anyway, anyway. I'm a few marks. Yeah, we didn't. Did we touch much on The Undertaker last week? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, we said about how he's probably coming back as like, as soon as possible after the Super Showdown to get that taste out of We did. We now. probably spent about 25 minutes on it. I just can't. Yeah, remember. probably. Um, well, he was there this week. He did a. Did he or did he not insinuate that he's going to murder Shane and Drew? Uh, so did Bobby. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, there was going to take their souls. There was a lot of death. I'm going to put you in a hospital I'm going to put you in a morgue which is very WWE like yeah but what the Undertaker I thought the Undertaker said he was going to say that he was uh, he was going to where he was going to drag them to or where he was going to take them essentially would have been hell yeah. like you know the sort of normal not necessarily say I'm going to murder you but I'm going to take you to hell but actually he said no where I'm taking you you're going to experience the like dank smell of that of the like, arid smell of Death. It's like really. Or is he just gonna make him? Is he gonna do, take him to a graveyard? Is he just gonna do a um, like a a poo dropping thing that they used to do quite frequently? No, I don't think he's going to do that. Raise his arms up and then it'll go, <laughs> and then he look up and it's just poo. Poo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Thank you, Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, it just seemed like. And dare I say it, it seemed a little bit, and not massively, but a little bit more adult-themed this week. I'd say so. It might, it might be something to do with the fact that we're, we're building up to extreme rules, I don't know. Um, Maybe. I, I, it's going to be in Philadelphia. Was it in Philadelphia? Does that mean we're not going to get a watered-down extreme rule? I mean, we still will. We still will. It's going to be chair shots in the back city. Um, but I don't want to see chair shots in the head. Which I'm sure we'll touch on. Yes, well, um, touch on chairs on the head. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see that, but I want to see other stuff than just 
jab into your stomach. Now you're bent over, I can hit you in the back. And now you've stood up and kind of hit you in the back while you're kind of cringing and walking. <laughs> now you're going to go on the ground, I'm going to hit you on the back on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to just wail you or waylay you yeah. as Mauro Mauro would say. Yeah, I know. Chair shots to the back city, man. Back city, back city, bitch. I mean, I'm not down it. would fucking hurt, especially when you get hit repeatedly. That's no, not hurting that. Especially, <laughs> especially when you do it like Baron Corbin did to Seth Rollins. Yeah, when week. he ran down the stage and it was just like, just I'm brushing him with a chair. Brushed him with a chair. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Extreme no Wars. Extre- Extreme Wars was, uh, is coming up, so it might have something to do with that, but hopefully it's a bit, you know, a bit longer. I mean, hello. Uh, we're, we're obviously adults, kind of. Um, <laughs> obviously. So... It it's great for us, but is it so great for the children? Fuck the children. Brilliant. They've had their time. They've had this years of this PG shit. <laughs> They've had more years prior to and post the Attitude Era than we had with the Attitude and the Ruthless Aggression Era. That's true. They didn't last that long so, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, from a money perspective, yeah, they're doing amazing or whatever. But, but to be fair, children don't have money. Yeah, exactly. Adults have money. Um, kind of. So, and to be fair, what what you'd see in WWE in terms of maybe like the profanity and then being a bit ruder and stuff is just a reflection of what you'd see in society. So you might as well teach them now. Yeah, they've got stages collapsing all over the place. Um, people telling them they're going to kill people. I mean, it does happen. Just choking someone out. Choking people out. Black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> But you know, like. Imagine they went with that storyline if they want to get edgy. I know, man. Joe comes out wearing a Confederate flag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Heyman, if you're listening, and I know that you follow us on Twitter, don't, don't go with that <laughs> don't angle. Don't do that. <laughs> don't go with that angle. Um, Speaking of angle, he's apparently a producer slash agent. Yeah, you revealed this. I didn't actually respond to WhatsApp. To be fair, I don't respond to most of your WhatsApps. Yeah, anymore. nobody fucking does. It's annoying as fuck. Um, but that's a different. Um, Sore subject apparently I've been listening to Busted Open radio lately You've been listening to Busted is all I heard there um, Is, is that what you school? go to school for? <laughs> Fucking hell <laughs> Of all the songs <laughs> I don't go to school I go to work still unfortunately Because we're adults kind of um, Yeah I've been listening to Busted Open radio lately And um, last last week they had Kurt Angle on um, Talking about his, he's doing a new movie mm-hmm. and stuff um, but they were talking about WWE um, and he was giving his input on the whole Heyman Heyman Bischoff thing um, so it was barely recent then yeah I think it was Friday um, it was recorded um, and yeah he was talking about what like Bubba asked him what or Bully asked him what he's doing at the moment uh, what, his, what his role is and he says he's basically a, an agent slash produce he's kind of a hybrid at the moment he's been off for about six weeks because he's been shooting things he was he was out in bulgaria adopting a child uh, and he was and he was also really ill another one yeah another one um but yeah he'll be he's coming back soon uh i think he started sometime in may um and he, he addressed the whole uh baron corbin being his last match thing did he what did he say so he said that um uh They've been building this whole angle with Corbin, angle yeah. and Corbin, um, for almost like a year, since the summer, basically, with this whole Constable Corbin shit. Yeah. Um, so they said, that's what we're working to towards WrestleMania. That's the match that's going to happen. 
and Kai Hang was like, yeah, all right, fine. Um, but um, but then he was like, right, um, about six weeks before Mania, he told Vince that, right, well, I'm retiring at WrestleMania. Vince was like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, like Vince had no idea. That's stupid, because we knew about five weeks before Mania. So he said about six weeks before Mania, he told him that, that um, he was planning on retiring, and he had like a list of people he wanted to face, and he wanted his last match to be against John Cena. Yeah. So that was who he pitched, and they were like... Well, but I think it was like before... I even said who I wanted to be. Vince said that you want Cena, but we just can't make that happen because we can't just completely entirely drop this storyline yeah. um, that we've been working towards. Um, I Vin- feel like they could have made that happen. Yeah, they could have done it on Raw. Um, so he was like, yeah, all right, fine, yeah, we'll go with Corbin. Like, didn't complain about it or whatever, but yeah, he was like, I know that um, people didn't like it and it wasn't, what I wanted it wasn't like he didn't not want it it yeah. just wasn't what he wanted ideally yeah um, and, and I don't think it's what anybody really wanted ideally um, not to take anything away from Baron Corbin because I think he gets a lot of unfair stick but look at him now future universal champion maybe but uh, I feel like yeah it was a match that was underwhelming people were expecting more in terms of the announcement and it, when it became Corbin it even, it even got to a stage where people were like nah it's not going to be Corbin yeah, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it won't be Corbin, they're just joking. But no, it actually was. Um, which I think people were just like, what? And they made the grave mistake of, for once, not announcing it on Twitter, announcing it in front of a live crowd who shat all over it. Yeah, maybe, the, maybe, and that explains why they don't announce things in front of a live crowd. <laughs> maybe. Anymore. Look at the 24 7 yeah, title. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine they'd be like, um, oh, Undertaker's here later tonight. Everyone's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Imagine if they were. Imagine when the Miz went. I hear the Undertaker's here tonight. Everyone went, oh. <laughs> uh, which, to be fair, some people might do that in this day and age. With Undertaker's Not far off. Current age and uh, physical ability. Anyway, that was it from me. So I'll see you next week. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> the rest of Raw I thought was bloody good. Give or take the odd segment or two. Yeah, there's a couple kind of awkward bits. Like, well, just... to, be, to be honest, I... I pretty much hated the Seth and Beth- Becky interview. I knew that was going to be the one. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, it just felt really forced and awkward. I feel really bad for them. Um, it's like, yeah, they've got a hold of this relationship now, and it's just like, you're in a relationship, aren't you? You're in a relationship, aren't you? You're boyfriend and girlfriend, aren't you? But it's like, you see moments where they're just being themselves, um, but there are other times where it's like, all right, we need you to be yourselves, but not yourselves. Yeah, just like you a to little be bit of yourself. You but not you. Yeah. So they have to pretend to be themselves in this relationship that is still new. Um, and it is, it's pretty awkward. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, I just didn't like it. And I mean, then we had the whole Mike and Maria thing. And I, yeah, I, I could see, well, you know, you want to see Becky and, Te- and Seth team. How random was that? So she is apparently legit shoot pregnant. She? Yeah, oh, um, which WWE broke the the rules they have on pregnant performers going anywhere near the ringside area because yeah. you never know what can happen. Yeah. Um, they broke that rule. The, she got in the ring. She goes around the ring. She jumped off the apron. She verbally berated Mike Kanellis. Um, I mean, let's face it. Where the hell can this story go? Are they going to do a he's not the dad kind of story? 
I think to be honest, that's the sort of thing they would have done twenty years ago. The only story I can really think of is like a redemption storyline for Mike, trying to maybe like prove that he's a man can win her back and he can like improve in the ring and all that kind of stuff. But there's only going to be so long that she's around for. Yeah, he's, got she's... Nine, he's got nine months to do it. <laughs> well, she should be a bit further along than that, but. Um, so apparently she shoots. Yeah, according according to Meltzer, shoot she's shoots for realsies. For reals, does an actual real shoot baby? Well, not a hand, hopefully. This time. <laughs> um. <laughs> now, if you want to return to the attitude era, that's the kind of shit Again, you get. Damon, if you're listening, <laughs> not that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt, are you still with us? I'm still with. Okay. Any contribution that you'd like to make? Oh, Matt, actually, really. I, I want to get you're sort of saying it all. Just, I want to get your opinion on something, Matt. On what? Because well, I hated the fucking Becky Seth thing. I hated the Mike Canellis thing. I just think that they can't. There's no way they can really go with that story. Um, they're not relevant enough to keep it on like raw. That's the thing. Well, they've been on 205 Live pretty much every week since WrestleMania, really. Um, Maybe this is his punishment for uh, leaving the business, leaving the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it, was, that a, was that a real thing that he just walked out? No, it was part of the storyline. Because um, he signed a he signed a real-life contract, a new like, five-year deal or something. Um, and then, yeah, the, 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 the following 205 Live, he just so happened to walk out during his match and quit because um, Maria was berating him. Um, what I actually wanted to get your opinion on, Matt, and Ali as well. Oh, good, I'm involved. Is Drake Maverick, is he or is he not punching way above his weight? Well, he's punching above his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is, she is fit. I mean, am I the only one who doesn't really see this? I mean, she's not like, like Mandy Rose or Alexa Bliss kind of fit, like nothing like that, but for... For Drake Maverick, he's not an unattractive guy. He's got a weird mouth. Has he? Yeah, just the way he constantly cocks his mouth and like. Well, that's... I'm Drake Maverick. <laughs> I'm Drake Maverick. Except he doesn't feel like that. Um... Oh, it does a little bit. Do you know what though? I thought I was gonna hate this. Um, R Truth Maverick thing. I fucking love it. It's, it's brilliant. I love For it. For highlights of Raw. Um, and, and weddings. <laughs> um, and honeymoons. Um, did you know, you know that... what I really liked about it? And this is really random. That he remembered that he forgot his bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah things like that. Just forget my bag. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he couldn't just pick it up. Yeah. Um, did you know? I I, I knew this. Um, uh, going into it. Um, did you know that she Renee Michelle? is a professional wrestler. I did not notice. But um, she's built on it once, so it makes sense. And she was also in... I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the first Mae Young Classic. Oh, was she? Yeah. Um, and she did well in terms of her role. And, like, her, the things she had to say and stuff looked pretty convincing. Didn't look very fake. Um, so, yeah. I thought I was quite impressed. And they're a real couple, right? They're a real couple. <coughs> legit shoot couple. Talking of the uh, Mae Young yet. Classic... Yes? Did anyone watch NXT this week? Yes. I did not. Oh my god, that cage match was... Oh, I'm, yeah, because you, you texted us to say NXT was going to be amazing, didn't you? Um, yeah. 
and I started watching it, but I didn't get all the way through. Um, but from, I saw a yeah, they've got a new tournament going, haven't they? They've got breakout, breakout star tournament. Yeah, star. and that was really good as well. That was a really good match. That was a really good match. Um, and the finish was, I have, finish was amazing. I have you know though. I can't remember what it was. On the fourteenth of June. Oh, and I just read all the NXT spoilers. And it looks fucking good. Yeah. So I was expecting this. Yeah, I know you were. And I was still very... So I was tempted to go read them as well, but then I thought, no, I'm going to leave it. Yeah, I, I never really fully try, but the one that always that pops up on my timeline is always like a big one. Yeah. And it's like... Um, no, now I might as well It's it. scoop number 62. Yeah. And it's all, I was like, oh, fuck, I might as well see how they got here. Good unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it still gets retweeted. Mm. Um... So yeah, I was I was expecting a madness. I got a madness. Not as happy with the madness. Um, Baggy trousers like quite madness. No, like I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> must be love type madness. Uh, happy to get Candice Lorraine in her actual own storyline. So I don't know what's going on. Do you want to catch me up here? So um, I know that we've got like an almost baddie like Yoshirai at the moment. Yeah, so it was a really good cage match. Um, uh, the the uh, Jasmine Duke and Maria Shafir tried to interfere, like they were preventing her from getting out of the door. Um, Candice LeRae came down, uh, helped clear house. Um, Candice LeRae climbed to the top of the stage while Jasmine Duke was in the ring. Jumped on, no, Shafir was in the ring. She jumped on top of her, wiped her out. It was really good. Then Yosha rided a moonsault off the top of the cage, wiped out Shayna Baszler. It was really, really good. Um, then. Shirai was calling towards the door. Shayna was calling towards the door. Shirai was almost out of the door, and Shayna pulled her back, and she gives her the the um, Karafuda clutch in the door um, area, which is really good. Uh, you know, Shirai kind of breaks out of it, like thrusts backwards and breaks out of it. She lets go of it. She smashes her head with the. She pulls the door back, smashes Shayna's head in, hits Shayna. She like passes out and falls forward and falls out of the ring. Shayna wins. Right, I see. Really good, good Amazing. creative finish. Intuitive. Probably the most creative cage match finish I've seen since Kofi's one about two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, um, Candice was in the ring. She's like, oh, yo, I'm, I'm sorry, man. And you're, you're, like, you're like, you know what? Fuck are you? And then beats her up. Fuck are you? That was slightly <laughs> racist. Um, the Bluetooth device <laughs> has been uh, connected uh, successfully. She beats the shit out of Candice. Um, waylays over chair. Um, I think it was a chair. Yeah, it was a chair. She goes out, gets a chair. It's the second time you've used that, then. Yeah, I know. Uh, beats the shit out of her. Um, That's the technical term. And then she's kind of walking to the back. She's doing half English, half Japanese, but she's basically just saying like, I don't need friends. Like she's like, I don't need Candice. I don't need Kyrie. Like, no. And then fucks off back. Yeah. And then kind of has like a little interaction with the fans. She's like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, it was oh, really cool. Two top heels on, and then I don't know. I also know part of what happens next week, um, well tonight actually. Um, so I'm excited to see. Well, pray tell. I don't want to ruin it. Well, this will go out after people have yeah, seen it. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know about Matt. Cause... That's a good point, Matt. Do you want to hear? Well, there's not really uh, much to I say. I want smoke. I want the smoke. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. There's not. There's not really a massive amount to say. Um, yeah, you can say it. I'll be alright. Yo, Yoshirai comes out in 
um, all bad ass, uh, bad ass black leather gear. Bad ass. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say all black, bad ass leather gear. Yeah. Uh, she comes out all leather gear. She's got a new theme tune. She's got a new like whole entrance set up. Um, she comes out and apparently just stands there in like silence for like five minutes while the crowd just go mental on her. Okay. And then like I'm Candace, comes, she's actually getting heat. Candace comes out and have their big have a big brawl. As far as I can recall. Cool. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. For now, anyway. Fair enough. Um, and was that what your spoilers were that were so amazing? No, there's a whole bunch more to do oh, with okay. like Attitude Era and just basically everything that you could possibly put on an NXT card. Undisputed Era. What did I say? Attitude Era. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? What? <laughs> yeah, everything Everything from what I saw from NXT just looks really good. Fair enough. Um, speaking of good, AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the second week in a row. Um, now we got a we got a heel turn by the looks of things. This yeah, I just of... told you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just kidding. This uh, AJ Anderson and Gallo storyline has been bubbling under for the last couple of weeks, really, isn't it? Uh, whereby they've sort of challenged each other to like show the old versions of themselves and be more ruthless and win more, basically. They're all just trying to be better. Gallo and Anderson haven't uh, done any of that. Um, but AJ won last week and they still found a way to criticise him um, and then he went on yeah to, like, to the point where I genuinely forgot he won yeah. <laughs> the way they were going on about it but I lo- absolutely loved the guys and Anderson winding AJ up about what Ricochet did yeah. telling him exactly what the old AJ would have done and then him marching over to Ricochet and doing that slap man and then Ricochet slapped back <laughs> I, I was um, I was so glad that Ricochet slapped him back. Yeah, because he was starting to look a bit like a pussy. Yeah, because he was just being like, "Hey, like, I, I don't know which problem. Like, I like you, man. Like, I think we're cool." And then he gets slapped, and it would have been like, it would have been a shame if he was just just stood there with his hand on his face, like. Oh. Yeah. But the fact like, he just no, slapped back. No, Renee got slapped by Maurice. Oh yeah. yeah. And do you remember she slapped Miz? Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Um, Sometimes. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was really, I really enjoyed that segment, and yeah, I, I went back and put and rewound it just to watch the slap because I I was um, I think I was on Twitter or something um, so I, could, I was hearing them talk and then all I heard was <laughs> I was like what the fuck <laughs> went back and watched it was full on slap so I've got a question for you two go so if they're going to go full whole hog with this the club which they won't but yeah let's face it which they won't but say they do who else would you have in the faction and you can't say Finn Balor the demon (laughs) (laughs) Prince Uh, David um, who else would I have in that faction well I think the leader needs to be AJ Styles yeah so it can't be anybody on that sort of level but I mean I wouldn't mind someone like Cesaro getting a bit of attention in some sort of faction you know They've got a tag team. They've got a main event guy. Maybe they need a mid-card guy, singles guy. Um, and they need a Roderick Strong. Yeah, a Roderick Strong. Someone to knit the team together. Yeah. Um, but not Roderick Strong. But not Roderick Strong, <laughs> no. Um, or do a Bullet Club Undisputed Era. <laughs> if you combine the, the whole lot of them, then you've got gold. But I think it's better in the grand scheme of things to have two separate. Um, I would say someone like Kevin Owens, but... They don't really have the history of them, and it would fit in better. Too much of a big personality. Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn, maybe not. I, I was thinking, 
Who did I have? I had someone in my head the moment you said it, but now I can't. It would be hard because the whole club thing is built on the history that they share and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it, it would feel foreign just to add somebody in. Um, Maybe that's what it means. Shinsuke. Uh, Maybe. But he wasn't in Bullet Club, was he? Anymore? He wasn't. He was in Chaos. I think. So it might be an interesting little story for him to join Bullet well, the club. Um. It could work the way the way he um I went I saw a gif of it um from Myth Gifts on Twitter. Um Our favourite gif account. The uh do you remember last week when, when he, he had a little thingy with, with Finn. Finn? Um it was kind of slowed down a bit of the way that he, he moved his hands and transitioned into the two suite on the belt. Oh, right. Um Didn't see that. Yeah, he he two sweeted the belt, but I thought he just basically just went up and did that. But he did his whole like Shinsuke hands thing where it was kinda like he was doing like a magic trick mm. and then like one hand came over the other. By the time that one had fully gone over it, he was in the two sweep. It just looked really smooth and so cool. Shinsuke you're telling me that Shinsuke can do that whilst not looking and I can't even do it whilst looking. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um Yeah, it was just really cool. So yeah, maybe someone like um Shin. Make, make a bit of extra money um, when they go to Japan. Yeah. And reunite the club. Um, what if, though? Or Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's good shout. But again, big personality. Oh, he's too big. Yeah, here we go. His, his, his ass is too big. His that gif of Shinsuke. Just really cool and smooth. Actually, no, that's not the gif of Shinsuke. Um, this is a gif of Shinsuke. Doing his little cool little hand movements, and suddenly the two sweet appears out of nowhere. Oh, great cool. Great audio. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. What if it's an NXT call-up? Who would the NXT call-up be that would fit in? Um, quite hard. I mean, I don't really know who's... Like, you haven't got many big heels other than Adam Cole in NXT singles division at the moment, have you? In men. I mean, you briefly had... You, I mean, you had Tommaso Jamper. Exactly. And Johnny Gargano when he was a heel. Um, but, like, you've got Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle. Um... Obviously, Roderick Strong. Let's go through the roster, shall we? I mean, keep talking. Well, we kind of need to go through the roster. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the roster. How about Pete Dunn? Ooh. Oh, don't. Okay, I won't. <laughs> uh... <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> they could add a woman. I was going to literally just about to say, what if they added a woman? Who? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Really? Oh, I don't even go there. Jesus. <laughs> Where can I go? Oh, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> Thank you, Hamer. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Hamer. Yeah, you see, you can't really Mansoor. see. Mansoor. Get Mansoor in there. Let's not get Mansoor in there. Bloody love Mansoor. No one likes Mansoor. Fuck off, I love Mansoor. Why do you like Mansoor? He's really good. How about Mustafa? No, not Mustafa. Only. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Hmm... Basking his glory. Buddy fucking know. Murphy. How about Buddy fucking Murphy? Yeah, I mean, you, you need That'd a... work. You need a kind of a cool, cocky heel. Buddy and Murphy. They haven't really built a lot of them. Not not independently. But I feel like you can make one by moving them to the club, you know? Yeah, you could. Um, I'm, talking, I'm thinking Triple H when he joined the corporate corporation or the corporate ministry. That sort of thing, you know? He wasn't mm. a cocky heel. Well, he was when he started. And he wasn't. It was, it was a pompous heel. It's a pompous. Um, a blue nose, pompous, pratt. 
I don't know. Black after our first thing, Matt, who would, you, who would you have? Did you have anyone in mind when you threw that out there? Yeah. See, I had Cesaro in my head. I'm glad we're on the same page. Actually, do you know who maybe I might like? Like, like it's someone like Cesaro would probably fit best. Um, but I would really like to see Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan in the club? Yeah. Oh, he's in a tag team. Oh, fuck Rowan. <laughs> just get Harper back and just stick him in with Harper. Harper's going, isn't he? Harper's gone. Not yet, but yeah. Asuka. Asuka and Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good question. I'm, I mean, my first initial thought was Cesaro, so I'm going to go with Cesaro. I think Cesaro could do with that. Yeah, I'm going to go with Curtis Axel. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I mean... Yeah. Remember when you went with Curtis Axel to win the Battle Royal at WrestleMania? <laughs> and he literally got eliminated in three seconds. Yeah, that wasn't my finest moment. <laughs> um, I think he got eliminated before you came back. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because I just was like, "Oh, here's your drink." And it was like, "Oh, you know, you know how he said Curtis Axel was going to win." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's already choked out." He's gone. I thought you were going to say like he threw out Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the topic of questions, then. On the question of topics. I don't know about you, but my phone's been going nuts all afternoon because I had a masterstroke of a tweet that I've been actually wanting to to put out for a while. Um, and I thought, well, if I don't do it now, I'm just going to forget. Since then, we've had 55 responses. Fifty dive. So, my question to you, and I know, Matt, you've already answered on Twitter, but I'd like you to A, explain your answer, and then B, provide an alternative answer. And I haven't heard your okay. answer yet, Ali. Um, who is one wrestler? Now, the way I framed it on in, in, in Twitter would be who is one wrestler, one wrestler who you'd love to go out for a drink with. Um... But it doesn't necessarily have to be out for a drink because I mean someone said CM Punk. I was like, if you have, do you not yeah. remember CM Punk? <laughs> um, so it just be who would you like to like like have an evening with and not in that way. Brilliant, um, Matt. I'm gonna. Who would you like to just hang out? I'm gonna throw it to you first, and I need some time to tink on this. Okay, so my initial thought was someone we've already met, we've bought, or we've got a bit of a rapport with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's in the phone book. He seemed to like us. Well, he seemed to like me. Big man. The Godfather. Charles The Godfather. Right. And we could go to his strip club. I mean, that's two birds, one stone. Good point, to be fair. At first, I thought you said the podfather, Conrad Thompson. No. no, not him. Although, if we did, we'd end up with jobs in WWE. Or some blue chew pills. <laughs> not yeah. pills. They're chewable. <laughs> Which means they get into your blood quicker. Yeah, they do. You know what gets into my blood quicker? Omaha steak. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me on to my pick. <laughs> I've always maintained that I would love to just hang out and talk. I find, I find it'd be fascinating just to talk to Chris Jericho. Yeah. I think he'd be a really cool person to talk to. Um, should we do like top three maybe? Yeah, know. go for it. Go for it. I'm going to throw one out there. I would love... To go for a drink with. Oh, God, I don't know, it's too many. Uh, I've it. <laughs> too many. I've it. Um, I would love to go for a drink with Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't think he even drinks, but. No, he definitely doesn't. I think I'd love to go for a drink with Daniel Bryan. I think he's just an interesting guy. Yeah, I'd love to hang out with Daniel Bryan. 
I'd, I, also, I'd okay. also love to go for a drink with Kevin Owens. I, I find that... Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn together, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I think based off just like things like Total Divas and Total Bellas and all of that, I think that Daniel Bryan would just be like a really down-to-earth guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you could just have some really good, cool conversations. And basically, yeah, based on the things I've seen on those two programmes, I feel like we're quite similar. Not in a hippie, hippie, dippy way, because I'm not particularly hippie, dippy. I mean, I work for a defence company at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> but like, he just, I feel like the stupid, annoying things that the Bellas get all worked up about He's would just also there, annoy like... me, but not to the extent that they actually annoy me. I'll just constantly take the piss. So I feel like we're on the same wavelength. And that one is the Triple planet H. champion. Triple H, eh? I wanted to go Triple, Triple H. But H. I feel like yeah. I'd be overall, like overruled with it a little bit. Yeah, but I think once you got over that, like, because you're spending an evening with him, so the first hour you're going to be like, oh my god, it's Triple H. And then you'll get uh, into the nitty gritty, and then you can proper ask him some good questions. That's a good point. That is a good point. And he would have all the answers. He would. Was the Montreal screw job a work? <laughs> Did you know about it? Was it your idea? How big is your nose? <laughs> how big is Tatisa's potato? How good is Stephanie in bed? <laughs> I'm sure he'd be willing to give all of these answers on this evening. So I've got one I've got one more. Well, Aiden, have you got one? Uh keep going. I'm I'm collating a list of all the answers we've got and I'm gonna see who's kind of the most common. Okay. Um, popular choice from the public. Go on, Emma. One more. Uh, you've got to have one more, though. Do you know? Okay, I'll go with one. It's a wrestler from the past. Mick Foley. I'd love to hang out with Mick Foley. Yeah, Mick Foley would have some stories, wouldn't he? Yeah. He just seems like a really nice guy. Yes, he does. I've never met Mick Foley. I mean, it's a shame we haven't got £5,000. Well, I mean, we could pull together. Um, but I feel like we might regret it. And also, he said... In I don't America, think we would. I mean, we could probably get 50 think... people together. <laughs> and then we might, that might work. Uh, we'll just do an, MK, we'll do an MK11 evening with I'm... Mick Foley and we'll get everyone to pay 100 quid. You mean MK11? I've MK11. Just, had a, just had a, an epiphany. Go on. Today is our 70th podcast. Right. If we could do that for the 100th podcast... <laughs> Get Mick Foley down. Get Mick Foley around. Yeah. Do we have to donate it to that charity, though? Because like like f- it was only open till the first. I feel like he could do with the money. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's all done. Closed now. They smashed it. So fair play to them. Fair play to them. I was just listening to... Um, to uh, Foley on, on Lillian Garcia's podcast from the other couple of weeks constantly ago. listen to that podcast man I love it I, have I, a pro- I, really I think you have a problem I, I do constantly listen to it <laughs> it's one episode a week and I skip half of them but there was Mick Foley on the other week it was around the, the 21st anniversary of his head in a cell thing so that was kind of why he was on and they wanted to talk about Ashley and all that um, but he told this really stupidly funny story about how he was in um, a hotel uh, and he was waiting for his, his family and all that to arrive. Um, he was in a hotel and his aircon wasn't working, so he went to the, the like desk to tell him that. He said, yeah, we'll get you moved. So he wasn't moved and someone went to bring in his like, set up bedding and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they somehow started talking about WWE. I can't remember how, um, but they did. Um, and he, the guy said, oh, do you know who I hate? I can't stand Stephanie. 
So he was like playing devil's advocate, being like, oh, well, I actually, I think she's doing a really good job, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, I've never liked her. Do you know who I did like, though? Mick Foley. And <laughs> Mick Foley was like, that guy, oh, he's so overrated. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, Mick, do, have you not seen, like, like the Helena Selmat, like, like, Mick Foley can't even put his shoes on properly and he has to get his wife to help put his shoes on. And he was like, was he watching me trying to put my shoes on? <laughs> I can put my own shoes on and stuff. And he was like, I, I've never been in a situation before where a guy was arguing for me on my behalf <laughs> against me. Because <laughs> like, he's got like, short hair now. And, he, and eventually he was just like, you do know I'm, I'm Mick Foley, right? And the guy just turned and looked at him and just like, fell on the floor <laughs> how do you not like, know i know <laughs> if you're such a fan of of mick foley um but yeah i've got my other one go on edge and christian oh. Oh, I, oh i can't believe i didn't think of them that would be good brother oh. brother what a night how that would be <laughs> Although they're both like we dads can hit now. Five second like, poses. Like, well, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> It'd just be like the st- stupidest. They, they would be so sick of us. <laughs> Although we already know that you can make them laugh. I can make them laugh. Yeah, yeah we haven't mentioned that actually. Smashed it. Smashed it. That was another Smashed thing it. I've had in my head for months and months, and I've never found the time to really tweet. A bit of global exposure for us. Yeah, and you could say exposure. No, let's not bother. No, it didn't work. Um, didn't work as well as it yeah, did. Yeah, Legend Christian. Most of the Canadian guys, I think, would Just be really... Canadian. Fucking Canadians. Renee Young. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't mention Renee. <laughs> Ranello. Ranello. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, just a bunch of Canadians. Man. Just, just do a have Canadian you night. This, you know? Have you watched the documentary? No, I haven't yet, no. It's really, really good. But you feel... I felt so sorry for him. I imagine it, cover, it Look, captures some particularly bad times for him. Yeah, and it, it just shows you like how like one minute he can be fine, and then the next he can have like really bad breakdown. Yeah, I mean that's the nature of the uh, disorder. Well, unfortunately for him, um, I'll give it a watch. Where did you watch it on? YouTube. It's on YouTube now. Oh, is it? Cool. I'll give that a go. Um, and what are you doing? You're collating everyone's answers. I'm putting everyone's answers together. It's a lot, actually, a lot more than I um, anticipated. Uh, so we're much more popular than you thought. Um, but so far, though, I'm I'm not um, 100% finished. So far, the most popular is Roman Reigns. Well, that's a bit weird. I feel like we're getting a lot of Roman fangirls answering us on this one. Yeah, and they I mean, seem to be a constant combo with John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose slash John Good. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It was me. a mock Roman thing. Um, had a couple of interesting, interesting ones though um, that I will uh, get to. <laughs> Is that right? Zelina Vega? Yeah, someone put Zelina Vega. Was it the guy who's from Z Army? No, it's Zelina Number One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said they like to um, go with Drew McIntyre and Zelina Vega. If I had to choose between them, it would be Drew's. He's from my country, and I suspect we would have more in common. Because, yeah, Zelina Vega's a tiny little woman from Mexico or Puerto Rico or whatever. Puerto Rico. Puerto, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Or Dominican Republic. Um, Kenny Omega's came up a few times, though. I'm sure he doesn't drink either. So I'm sure that this just turned into a who would you like to hang out with thing. Um, 
But yeah, at the moment, Roman is by far and away. Oh, Matt won't be happy. Someone just said Sasha Banks. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll tweet them back. Don't worry. I mean, I'm not particularly. Um, I mean, I don't particularly think that Roman would be a great shout. I think you know he's he seems like a lovely guy. I think someone more like D- um, John Moxley. Yeah, more interesting, you know, a bit more character to it. more of a maverick. Yeah. How about Drake Maverick? Not Drake Maverick. Uh, Maybe his wife. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's everybody then. So, um, interestingly enough, so Roman is the winner with one, two, three, four, five, (laughs) six, seven votes. He is clear of the next best place answer, which is Chris Jericho with four votes. So Roman and Jericho are top of our list. Then we've got Tamatonga on three. Tamatonga. Tamatonga, and then we've got. Someone said Randy Orton. I can't imagine Randy Orton's the biggest prick ever living. Oh yeah, someone did say Randy Orton. I find, I think like. You've got to say enough numbers to respect for your uh, counting skills. What do you mean? We didn't put Randy Orton on there. He didn't. He hasn't shown up in in here. Um, Del Rio. He should be blocked from our Twitter. Yeah, that <laughs> I said. Fucking Del Rio. Oh, you're the first one I was like, yeah, that one hasn't come up yet. <laughs> that was weird. I'd like to go for a drink with Paige. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be maybe fun. not with Xavier and you know. Um, well, not? not at the same time. <laughs> I'd go with Xavier. I'd, I'd love to hang out with like the up, up down down crew. I'll have, how about New Day? Imagine how fun yeah. that would be. I can't believe none of the New Day have come up. Yeah. Um, John Mox has got two. Kevin Nash got one. Cesaro got one. Andre the Giant got two. To which <laughs> I responded to both of them with "R.I.P. to your liver." R.I.P. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Just get over it. Um, James Storm came up. Cody came up, which I think would be a, a pretty good chat. Good chat. Good chat. Um, Seamus came up twice. Yeah, that's a definite. That's an obvious choice yeah, for, yeah. for a drinking Bella. conversation. Um, Taker came up twice. No one said John Cena. Nobody said John Cena because um, he's just really. Because you have to drink red wine with him, wouldn't you? Well, I love red wine. Um, I just feel like he'd be full right. of, like life advice. It'd be too serious. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, Although, have you seen his new haircut? I've, and um, would yeah. get caught out by the paparazzi. Yeah, they'd think with the new fellas. <laughs> Especially with my tits. Before they were Nina, so Matt and Cena would be Mina. I don't know what you'd be. <laughs> Alina. Alina. Adina. Um, or um, Bina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to combine these two here. One for heavy machinery and one for Otis specifically. Alright, yeah. Otis. Matt, can you do your Otis impression? Uh, no, I can't. Why can't I do it? Um... <laughs> What does he say? Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Chucky! Yeah. Chucky! 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 Now you need to do the cat pillar. <laughs> Alright, hold on. Ah! Ah! Jesus. Is that your back? That's me done for the next week. <laughs> That's what Tip. she said. Tetsui Naito came up. Who the fuck is that? Naito. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I Naito. And I said, tranquilo, more like tequila. Because, um, you know, Because, <laughs> you know, terrible jokes. Um, Triple H came up once. Alistair Black came up twice. That'd be kind of scary. Kenny Omega came up twice. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> uh, Ric Flair 
To which I said, oh, good luck, my friend. Yeah. Or someone said, Even, uh, I'd go out with Jericho and Flair. <laughs> <laughs> you would die. <laughs> um, Asuka, someone said. Really? Yeah. Uh, Were they Japanese? No. No. Um, Interesting choices, people. Someone said Strowman. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> someone else said Sandman. To, to which I said, I would feel like he would want me to smash a beer can over my head, and I'm not willing to do that. I'm not up for that. Someone else, I mean, I'd do it for Someone said Samoa Joe. Oh my god, has no one said Stoke Cold Steve Austin? Oh, a whole bunch of people said Steve Austin, actually. Oh, okay, fine. Um, but they haven't shown up on my list. But yeah, at least two, if not three, did. Three did. Um, Samoa Joe. The Rock. No one said the rock. <laughs> um, I said it quietly, so Matt. Because he's a cock. Oh, didn't hear it. Yeah, right. Two people said Joey Janella, to which Joey Janella himself liked one of the tweets. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, More global and exposure. I said that would be a messy night with Joey Janella. Um, did he like that tweet? No. Oh. Because uh, it wasn't mentioned in that. I don't know. Uh, two for Corbin. Okay, interesting. One for I can Matt see Hardy. That. Yeah. One for Matt Hardy, which could be risky probably not advised <laughs> yeah probably not one for Finn Balor I'm getting back on the bandwagon one, one for Finn Balor and I'm looking at him I, I can't imagine he, he, he drinks a lot he's quite a big drinker well actually having said that oh, he, actually, he was yeah. absolutely he pissed in Madrid, Madrid. <laughs> um, and that must have been apparently he does drink it. really he drinks loads apparently he just doesn't eat carbs yeah he must be a spirits guy he can't be a beer and so I mean, he must be a Guinness guy, isn't he? vodka diet coke guy, surely. Yeah, Guinness is meant to be good for you. Um, Alexa Bliss came to That's the way to go forward, people. Love to go out for a drink of Alexa Bliss. If Speaking of Alexa Bliss, it. have you followed her on Instagram at any point like over the last couple of weeks? Yes. Uh, and looked at her story about how, like, when they were in Japan and stuff and they went to Disney World. Yes. Her and Mike Roman item. No, they're besties. He's um, engaged, I think. To Alexa Bliss? No. No. Well, they were constantly together. Yeah, no, yeah they do. They are they do best every, friends. Like, they're always in Disney whenever they're in America. They're always... Whenever they're in America, like, they don't live here. <laughs> here, there. Um, Everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're always together. Um, yeah, he's definitely in the... I didn't know she had the Disney tattoo on her arm. Yeah, it was like... It was white ink, wasn't it? So you can't see it. Yeah. Bit shit. Um, she's also got like back dimple piercings. Anyway, Becky Lynch came out once. I think she'd be cool to talk to. Quite cool. She'd call me a dope. I'd just be like, oh, shut up. Becky Quinn. Rebecca Quinn. Rebecca Quinn. She'd be cool to hang out with. Yeah. Becky Lynch, not so much. Not so much. Um, Drew McIntyre's and Lena Vega. AJ Styles came up twice. I think. Gallows and Anderson would be great. Yeah. Have you ever listened to Gallows and Anderson when they're drunk on um, Jericho's podcast? No. It's hilarious. (laughs) They go on there drunk. Yeah, they've got, I can't remember what they call it. Um, I don't know, they won't be able to do it anymore, obviously, because he's not, he doesn't work there and he's not allowed to have anyone on WWE. Bam. But yeah, they they used to do these things where um, him, them two, and a couple other people who just so happened to be there would just get drunk and just record for like two hours we should do that <laughs> um, every Wednesday so like a lot of them were completely like intelligent. you can't make out half the stuff they're saying or, yeah. like, everyone's talking over each other all that kind of stuff but um, it's hilarious <laughs> um, so yeah AJ got two um, Sasha got one KO got two uh, Randy Orton got one so I feel like I'd want to hang out with most of those people 
Well, yeah, keep bringing, keep giving your answers in, people. At the underscore PW is where you need to be. I'm going to tweet you again because I want Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. Keep it going. We've probably had some responses. Let's keep while um while we've been well we've definitely had some responses while we've been recording. Um, somebody responded to my other tweet today. Oh no, they didn't actually. They they responded to that tweet. Oh, oh, like someone put Mick Foley. Or, or mankind. Oh, they did. Yes. Or are you? At, this is actually quite close to your name. At Alboy eighty eight. <laughs> oh my god, that's my burner account. <laughs> Don't start harassing me on it because I know it's you. Um, I put this tweet out and I saw it. it yeah, shit. I was. I saw that it was picking up some uh, some speed. Oh, someone's just answered with too many to count. Just not the kind of answer we're looking for. Not people. helpful, Becca. Block them. Um, Tell them to get herpes in their eye today. So I got, this one started picking up traction, so I thought, oh, I'll tweet out another one while I'm on a roll, and said, who's your favourite promo guy? And I put a, a, a gif of Mick Foley in when he's doing his JR interview. Oh, right, yeah. And no one responded. Nobody. <laughs> I got one like, nothing else. Well, I mean, if it helps, I like it. I haven't liked you it, didn't. but I like it. Nathan Christian did. Um, yeah, keep this one quick. For me, it's either Mick Foley or Bray Wyatt. Okay, well, that's a good sh- good shout. I think I'm. Um, I'll uh, I'll get involved on there for you. You know, I'll spread it to all the followers. Do it. Keep going. Um, but yeah, that was. I mean, we haven't really spoken about SmackDown. Um, spoken about SmackDown. Kind of wanted to touch on double, uh, not double or nothing. Fire Fest. Fest. Yeah, let's go with that because I wanted. To, we want. There was a couple of points I feel like we wanted to make. Um, so we touched a little bit on it earlier with the whole uh, Extreme Rules being a tame version of, you know, other stuff. Um, with chair shots to the back. Now, the big, probably the biggest headline, weirdly, coming out of Fight Fest, which was AEW's second pay-per-view as such, although it was free for a lot of people unless you live in England or Britain, um, that there was a chair, unprotected chair shot to the head on Cody Rhodes by Sean Spears, a.k.a. or F.K.A. Um, Ty Dillinger. And, yeah, it was brutal. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. It, it made me... Just all my insides go... <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what, what is that feeling? <laughs> I don't know, it's probably not too far off what Cody's head felt. Well, probably, yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting what, God the, Almighty. Um, what Tony Khan said. Yeah. Almost insinuating that uh, Sean Spears fucked it up. I don't or think, Cody. I don't think um, there's any like kind of blame going on anyone. I think it's maybe just uh, perhaps the reaction they've got to it wasn't... It's, it's quite differed from what they've actually were expecting mm. um because i know he was talking about it being like a regrettable incident whether or not he's talking partially in kayfabe maybe don't know could do does um, he play a part on the show or something i mean I no he's, he, he doesn't appeared on tv um but um yeah i mean like nick jackson talked about the chair being slightly gimmicked um she's a bit weird which you could see when you when you like freeze it you could see it looked already pre-bent yeah. But that would mean you'd have to get it kind of spot on, like in that spot yeah. when you're swinging like that, and like Cody could be moving. Yeah. Um, it's pretty pretty tough. Um, it looked amazing. It sounded amazing. Shot factor. Uh, it's something that I just didn't think I would see again from a major promotion. Um, 
was mental. Fair play to Cody. Well, fair play, but also, what the fuck are you thinking, mate? Yeah, I mean... So apparently it was his idea, according to the Young Bucks. That was his his uh, his storyline, his idea. Brain his brain child. It's yeah. on the brain. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, it's 2019. A lot of people say, I've said this on social media, and I know Twitter isn't the best landscape for getting reasonable opinions from people, but the universal opinion seems to be it's not necessary in this day and age. You know, it's, it's with dangerous. What we know. With everything we know about con- concussions and and all that sort of stuff. No need for it, no place for it. However, I have a slightly different opinion that, you know, obviously this wasn't, this didn't go as smoothly as they'd planned um, in terms of the effect it had on Cody. But at the end of the day, okay, it yeah, added he, to it. Okay, you what, sorry? It added to it. It added to it. Yeah, he was busted open, but as far as we're aware, no lasting damage. No, it's, it's what they've put out is just staples and stitches. Exactly, and if it's one one chair shot so far in two shows, I can't imagine they'll be doing it again for a little while. Yeah, I mean, we got a... Then maybe, you know, there is a little place Jalen for... Moxley match. And with no chair shots to the head. Yeah, I mean, there was um, some other fucked up shit. Yeah, but but... Is, it, is it worth risking that like, your entire life could be ruined by one chair shot? I think... Because that could happen. I think Cody Rhodes... Cody is um, right on the borderline of being basically the last generation of um, he was in the WWE when it was a thing that you would do yeah, and probably knows how to, like, the best ways to do it and there'll be people backstage who would have worked in that kind of environment and would be able to provide tips and all that kind of shit yeah um, I think a one-off I know maybe I could say that you're one chair shot away, but as long as it's not a, a rock mankind situation, then... this was just gratuitous violence, really. Yeah, this um, is egregious. I feel like Corey <laughs> would have said at some point. Um, and I mean, I'm all for chair shots. This is gonna sound stupid. I'm all for chair shots to the head with your hands up, yeah, and exactly. They hit your hands. So, this is but that's where I'm sort of heading with it because that adds that a chair shot to the head. Is the logical thing if you want to hurt and maim your opponent? Yes, where you hit them. You want to knock. You want to knock. If you want to beat them in a match, especially, you want to knock them out. Um, But at the same time, the natural reaction: someone's swinging something at your head is to cover your your hands. That's and that's what um, uh, I think I've heard Edge and Christian say before. um, Is Vince would always say? uh, I think Rock said it as well. Vince would always say, "Never keep your always put your hands up for a chair shot." Because it's your natural... That's what you would do. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's from behind. And if something <laughs> logical is coming from the mind of Vince McMahon... Yeah, I know, man. Jesus. That tells you how logical it is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't want to see it all the time. I think every now and then, as long as it's done correctly and safely, it can still be used. I think and so. I mean, obviously, we grew up on it just being a weekly thing. Yeah. Al Snow would hit Val Venus with it in the middle of a roar yeah. five times. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um, I'm not on about that. I'm on about now you've got a huge feud. You've got something that's got the whole wrestling world talking. Yeah, and let's face it: if um, Sean Spears had come out and hit Cody with a chair, to if, he'd, if he'd hit him in his midsection, and then hit him, hit him on the, the back, back, and then walked away, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
would anyone be talking about either of these two people right now? Probably not. Maybe Cody, but not Shaw's beard. And it was unfortunate with the blood and stuff, but the blood added to it. The fact you could see that piece of skin on dangling off his head. Mm. Grotesque. But I... I'm not going to say I enjoyed it. <laughs> but you freak. It, didn't, it, it didn't affect me freak. as much as... It's what as how it seems to have affected the internet wrestling community. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, the internet wrestling community is easily triggered. No. Triggered this week by Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay, but I think we briefly touched on that last week, didn't we? We did, and have you seen Seth's tweets I from have. yesterday? He apologised, yeah. and Will said he needs to buy Menandos. Will, did you not feel it felt a little bit forced? I don't think so. I think like it, I, it came across pretty genuine, to be honest. Yeah, it's just oh, I've had time to mull over it, and yeah, I was just a bit of a dick. Um, wasn't like didn't seem to be any like excuses or yeah, still being like just... yeah, but I'm still better than you. It's just <laughs> like I just said something stupid. I'll, I'll do better. Yeah, I'll take it back. I'll do better next time. She's fine. We went with Osprey was on Edge and Christian's um, podcast this week, and they were talking about surprise it. Surprisingly, Lillian Garcia. Well, he probably has. They were they were talking about that. Um, and he was saying like there was no malicious intent from like either of us like we both know that but the internet wrestling community just took it way out of hand yeah um, so unlike them <laughs> I know right um, but he was like yeah like we're cool say them I mean it's us, us really <laughs> we um, but yeah so they've got no there's no personal issue between the two um, so yeah well that's that then beef squashed Quelled. as the kids say I believe something about beef anyway um, yeah I mean Firefest as a whole so I've seen again I'm, I'm so shit with AEW man I mean I don't hate the guys I just don't really care but I, I watched the pre-show and I didn't enjoy it I mean I liked the tag team match but the rest of it was terrible it was good but yeah I, I didn't I haven't watched any of it the pre-show you mean no any of it any of the whole thing no, I don't watch any of it. Wow. Um, the pre-show wasn't great. The, um, what I did like was the the theme throughout the night, well, mainly in the pre-show. of um, Obviously, it's a parody of Firefest. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know a hell of a lot about, but I know it was shit. So, like... It got cancelled, and it was terrible, and the food was shit. And it... So, yeah, the, the Young Bucks turning up, and their gear hasn't been made, and Kenny's saying that they're, they're, they're going to get this their gear and it's going to be awesome and they're all really sceptical and things are going wrong um, there was even things like um, when the lights went out in the, in the pre-show after that tag match and the thing the people came out uh, someone said something like uh, like like well, someone needs to fill the meter or some, some kind of comment and I think Dave Meltzer has been going on about how all of these comments they shouldn't have been making any of these comments throughout that they shouldn't have done that as a thread of them like Losing money and being really unprofessional because it makes them look shit. No, but was, I don't well, think it was only it, on the pre-show, wasn't it? None of that stuff was on the yeah. main card. Um, and no, by the sounds of it, a lot of people watched the pre-show, but no one gave a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and I'm glad because it was terrible. The whole the whole name of the thing was built around Fire Firefest, so you have to have some kind of reference to it. Yeah. And yeah, like there was um, some some of the superstars were tweeting pictures of shitty cheese sandwiches, cheese sandwiches and, stuff sandwiches. Like that. and a, where they would change the models out for mannequins. That yeah. was quite funny. That was quite funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of the pre-show that the librarian gimmick, not not sold on. <laughs> um, the the Nakazawa Jabali match, um, fair play 
to Jabali. He's legit the, the owner of CEO. Which um, I, I have no idea what that is, by the way. Some, some kind of gaming... Um, I don't know what you'd call them. Like gaming convention company, I guess, maybe. Okay. Um, so it's like who who this Fight Fest show was in partnership with. Yeah, I just don't... I think it's a bit nerdy, and it's a whole video game yeah. connection with AEW. I get that like, loads of their guys love playing video games. Loads of WWE guys love playing video games. But... I don't know it's this one-off show. I bet it's um, it was a, a thing that apparently Kenny Omega really wanted to do. Yeah, it's a bit. It's just a way to try and win a fan base, isn't it? Well, I mean, I don't feel like they have to. They don't. I feel like they already have. Um, but you know what I really didn't like? And I, I hate to shit on it because, you know, these guys are great. But the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, the Mortal Kombat bit, where they did the. Street Fighter. Yeah, was it Street Fighter, was it? Oh, all right, yep. sorry. My bad. Um, yeah, the Street Fighter. I mean, if you're going to criticise it, <laughs> criticise it properly. <laughs> well, they did the, that's how much I don't like it. I don't even fucking know the game. Um, well, they did the whole thing, you know, they, and they're just standing there like, did you know what you know from In Your House, the game, yeah. on where they'd be like, finish him. They did that whole fucking stupid thing. And then they did the... Hadouken. Hadouken. Um, they're playing possum. They're not playing possum. <laughs> It was shit, alright? Um, well, did you, have you, if, if you'd watched the whole match... you watched the whole match? No. If you watched the whole match, the match is amazing. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was, but that bit was shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little bit surprising. It's a little bit cringe. It's um, very cringe. That's the exact word I'd use to describe it. Cringe. The Cody Darby Allen match was really good. Mm. And the best thing about it was... Do you know the result? I don't, actually. I believe Cody won, didn't he? It went to a time limit draw. Oh yeah, time limit draw, 20 minute time 20 limit minute draw. 20 minute draw. And it was just built around the whole fact that Cody just couldn't put him away. Mm. To the point where he... Um, and I really like the time limit draw concept. Um, because it makes it feel more like a sport and it makes it feel real. And Cody was selling it really well throughout this match. Because it got to a point when I was... Um, anyway, 10 minutes gone, 10 minutes remaining. They actually Cody announced was, that. Yeah, Justin Roberts does it on this... Thing. And sitting next to Justin Roberts was Dasha Fuentes. Um, but she didn't announce anything, but she was just there. Um, oh, she got released, didn't she? She didn't get released. She released herself. Oh, really? I thought she was released. No. She put out a video on, on Instagram I saw a few weeks ago of her just explaining everything that happened. Um, Why did she do that? She left to pursue other things and then two months later appeared in another wrestling company. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then it was kind of like 10 minutes and it was like, oh, right, yes, it was 10 minutes. And then when five minutes came, Cody was like, shit, I've got five minutes. Like, how's this still going on? And then they announce um, two minutes, one minute, and then they count down the last 10 seconds. Mm. When it got to two minutes... Um, uh, that's something they kind of do in New Japan, isn't it? Yeah. With time limits, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of those, like 30 and 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, there was, there was a really cool moment. Um, they had about three, three minutes left, and um, Darby Allen came out with a body bag with Cody one and one on it to represent his future record in the AEW. Yeah. Um, came out of the body bag, the body bag got put in the ring. Um, after the, uh, that spot I sent you where he went backwards onto the ring apron. Yeah. It's fucking mental. Um, Crazy. Picked him up into so the ring. So painful looking. Picked him up into the ring and put him in the body bag. Stood him up, did the disaster kick, um, went to pin him, unzipped it, went to pin him, didn't work. And then he went, two minutes left. He was like, fuck. 
like knew audibly was just like shit. Um, so he picked him up and went to put him in the crossroads. Daviana had this whole thingy, and they got to one minute left, and they were proper trying. He eventually hit the crossroads, um, crawled into the cover. I hit the crossroads of about ten seconds left, crawled into the cover. Literally perfect timing, like one, two, and his hand was the ref's hand was like half an inch off the ground, and timed it. Yeah. And um, the whole Sean Spears thing came about. It was like they were still in the ring. Cody was saying like everyone was chanting for like five more minutes or something. Cody was like, "Fine, I can do it. I'm, I'm the only five. Give me five more minutes, and I'll smash him." Yeah. Turn around and got smashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the whole time limit aspect to it really added to it for me. Um, made it really good. Um, sort of sounded, sounds, sounds interesting. A bit of a story. Oh, yeah, it's a really good story. The, the way that uh, JR and this, like, all the commentators were selling this Darby Allen guy, if you don't know him, um, selling him as such like just a demented, fucked up guy. Um, his whole story is he wacky almost. <laughs> he, he was, wacky Darby. He was five. With he was with his uncle, um, and his uncle was drunk, and they went out in his car, and the uncle crashed the car and died. Um, and since then, he's lost all faith in humanity, basically, and he's a oh. weird loner. Like Harvest Entertainment? Love yeah. pain and all of that kind of shit. But this is... This is Upbeat a, this is a programming. Story. Um, but yeah, like, it just makes him come across... As, so that, was that a shoot he, uncle? Yeah, it's <laughs> a shoot uncle. Um, and a shoot death. Um, but yeah, just a really good match, and you should definitely watch it. Um, the um, want to give a shout-out to... Um, Riho and Yuka Sakazaki. So, Riki Yagawara does Riho. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Rio. Rio. Um, Riho defeated Yuki Sakazaki and Nyla Rose in a triple threat match. Yeah. So, do you remember the from Double or Nothing? There was those um, yeah, six yeah, yeah. Asian women. Um, so, yeah, two of them were in this match. Um, it was just it was really, really good. Nyla Rose did well in it as well, to be fair. But these two Japanese women are crazy. I really like them, really enjoy them. Um, Riho won, and there was like competitive spirit throughout the match between her and Yuka. Uh, and then after the match, um, she shoved Yuka to the ground when Yuka went to kind of shake her hand and stuff, and Yuka looked devastated and heartbroken. It was really sad. <laughs> I can tell you're all in. I just like it's just good, good stuff to watch. It's good um, shit. I don't know when it, when it comes to the whole weekly show. Um, how much I'll get to watch. I'll probably watch all of it because I don't do a lot. Chances are it'll be on a Wednesday, right? Supposedly. Which is bad for us. Nuts has predicted um, Wednesday the 2nd of October because they've trademarked Wednesday Night Dynamite. Which I don't like. I'm not <laughs> I, all in on that. I do not like that. Um, but yeah, everything else is good. And yeah, the... It's too similar to Monday Night Nitro. It was it was really weird. Um, I was because you haven't seen it. It was really weird the way they handled and announced the whole um, Moxley Janela thing. Mm. Um, so it got after after the the Elite versus Lucha Brothers and Thingy match. Um, Justin Roberts announced and said that, um, ladies and gentlemen, that is officially the end of our show. Because um, this next match is on Jack's And everyone kind of started booing. And he was like, when the lights go out, the show will be over. Well, when the lights come on, we have one final match for you. And just the way they announced it, it was really kind of cool and different. It wasn't just like, oh, we've got this unsanctioned match, which we're going to advertise and talk about all the time. And we completely sanctioned, but we call it unsanctioned. Um, 
No, it was just really cool. And then the match itself was just crazy. Exactly 20 minutes, wow. Just <laughs> <laughs> saw that on the thing. Much like the Cody uh, and yeah. Darby Allen match. Um, okay, well, I'll give it a watch. But again, I'm, I'm encountering the same issue as I did before. Whereas I didn't watch it at the time, so I can't seem to watch it now. I mean, I'm going to give you a top three matches. And the top three matches are the last three matches. So... Skip the stick rest. watch wrestling on <laughs> and yeah, but it's, it's watch it in order that's me what do you mean it's not, that's literally where I watched it yeah but like the day after I imagine yeah no Tuesday nothing seems to work for me anymore not right Tuesday Monday well that's not my problem okay <laughs> yeah both of you you included Matt pull your finger out watch it yeah but I'm trying to watch about four, 40 different things at once at the minute I'm trying to catch up on other things so I can watch other things that aren't wrestling related. <laughs> Why would you what do, do you that? Mean? <laughs> things that aren't wrestling related. Yeah. Prioritise. Take an hour and an hour and a half, not even an hour and a half out of your out of your life. Nah, I'll watch a little bit of it. Oh, I just yeah. I don't feel like I, I, get, I don't feel like I can get that interested until there's a weekly TV show. But then you'll go, I'm not interested in a weekly TV show because I haven't watched the others. No, I won't. I don't sound like that. Jesus. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> right. Okay, well, we'll look forward to a weekly TV show, which is when I'll start to watch it. Because at the minute, it's like By the unrelated time you get story. To talk about it, the following week, it'll be six, it'll be seven days. Like, so, I guarantee I wouldn't have watched it yet. <laughs> let's say they, their first yeah. weekly show is Wednesday, the 2nd of October, right? Yeah. So obviously Supposedly. we can't talk about that one yeah. till the following week, which will be Wednesday the 9th of October. Yeah. That Wednesday the 9th of October episode will be uploaded probably on Thursday the 10th of October, in which another episode of AEW <laughs> would have happened. Um, so what you're saying is we need to rearrange our podcast one, recording one, time. One of, the, one of the problems we're going to have if we went Smackdown on a Friday. We're just going to get a feel out of date all the time. Well, I think there'll, there'll just be one week where we don't have a Smackdown to talk about, and then the next week... We would have talked about Friday Smackdown, which happened before Raw, if you get what I mean. No, yeah, I know. I'm, but I'm just talking in, in the long in the long run. Mm. Um, I'm going to be talking about things that happened on Friday night, released the following Thursday, and it's just going to feel a bit... Yeah, yeah well... Yes, we do two podcasts, one for Raw, one for Smackdown. Yeah, <laughs> Barely find time to do one, all right? <laughs> exactly. Right, okay, on that note, we have found time to record this podcast... And uh, I'm conscious that, Matt, you like to go at 10 o'clock, and we've still got 13 minutes left. So I'm going to finish this one up early. Um, oh, remember? What? How? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so remember, you can follow us on Twitter and get involved in our Who You Want to Go for a Drink With thing that Aiden so kindly And also the other one about promos. Nah, <laughs> maybe. No, yeah, that one too. Um, you can find us at the underscore PWP, as we've mentioned a few times on this podcast before. Um, Matt is right. This is episode seventy. So uh, thank you for sticking with us for these. Um, what's I can't called? believe I didn't realise last week it was sixty-nine. No, no, man. We missed a happy Valentine's Day all over the place. Well, I did. And you didn't think to mention it. No, but if you look at the title of the episode, you'll see. I haven't seen the title of the episode. It's just called episode sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Um, Overdoing it. That's what she said. Nah. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you very much for listening this week. And yeah, do follow us. 
no individual Twitter accounts anymore. Fuck it. Um, and we will see you, I believe. Let me think. What's my diary looking like? Um, next Wednesday. I think it should be fine. Matt, you with us next week? Uh, I believe so. Good, good. I'm, I'm going to make the assumption, Aidan, that you... Uh... I love how there's possibilities that we're not free when we know that Wednesdays are our nights. Yep. What are we going to do if I'm not free? If I'm not free, the whole show is fucked. <laughs> All right, That's right. why I make myself free. Well, well I'm going to have to end the podcast here because Aidan's going, Aidan's going rogue, all right? friends. <laughs> and, that, and you haven't got a social life. I've got a social life. <laughs> it's not on Wednesdays. I text people. <laughs> Off. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Matt. <laughs> oh, that's a weird ending to the podcast, but that is the end of the podcast, so we will see you next week. <laughs>